Atkinson. Care for a rubdown. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? Very Yeah, g'day rubbers, welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach Draft. You're listening to the Round 23 Rubdown. Finals, baby. We're here. I'm your host, Natty, and with me as always, riding shotgun in the rub is the Stephen Bradbury of the Supercoach world. It is Wooker the Stats Wizard. I've um, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it. Uh, There are a lot of doubters out there. Uh, myself included. Me? But, oh, I put um, my hand up. Yeah. Look, I'd written myself off on Saturday, and I wrote myself off again on um, on Sunday. And look, for the first time in the season, recalcs, um, they fucking helped me. Not for my matchup, but the matchup I needed the other guy to lose. Unbelievable. So. Let's crack a beer. I've got a lot to ask you, a lot to talk through. It's going to be a big podcast. We've got a lot to talk about with our league. And of course, going through all the games, let's fucking lubricate the tonsils, brother. Yes, yes, yes. Now, what a, what a round! So obviously, because there, there was there was so many different things that had oh, had to play out. A lot of moving not pieces, just, not just not just for me, but also Hopper. So our last place got decided as well. All right, let's get into it. So coming into Mate. this round, oh. you were eight. I was two- I was eighth. I was two competition points behind, but I had the best front. Uh, I had the be- the second best um, total point scored. Out so of you needed the both of the guys above you to lose, and you needed to win the game for you to make the six. But it just so happened that I was playing one of the guys that was ahead of me. Yes, so I'd yes. already had one of them sorted if I if I dealt with my matchup. Now, talk about your matchup, which was close the whole round. Oh, yeah. Came down to recalcs. You weren't confident that you were going to get those recalcs. You thought that he was going to get them. Um, he's well, The recalcs just went, like, massive the other way. Yeah. Like, towards me. I was, I was stoked with that. So that worked in your favor. He kind of failed. And he, I don't know why he captained Viliami kick out, but I haven't got a leg to stand on in that department. We'll talk about that soon. Oh, Come on. Yeah. You can't uh, so you've won that one. Recalcs came through. Perfect. But oh my God, talk about fucking lucky in the other matchup. Gilly just needs to win, needs to beat Sato. Yep. And all, all, he, all he needed to do was pick a decent captain. That's now, all he needed to do. This is what happened, bro. And this, this is what it came down to. Val Holmes getting Sinbind. That doesn't happen. You aren't in the finals. That's 100%. how close it was, bro. And to, to just put a little cherry on top. Five points. To put a little cherry on top of this, um, two weeks ago, I versed Gilly. I lost Holmes to him. The you, silent assassin. Mate, I, you I, sent, sent him, I sent him in there. Sleeper cell. Find enemy lines. Put a sleeper cell in there, and he's completely oh. fucked him. And you've just strolled on through, skated on through. Like oh, yeah. Bradbury, everyone's fallen the fuck over, and you are in the six. You were in the finals. Yep. And just remember that it didn't happen to Bradbury just once. It happened to him a couple of times. So, Well, I, we always I, say I, this. I'm still, I'm still giving myself a shot. Season is a game of two halves. We've played the regular season. Now it's finals, baby. Clean slate. We all start again. Obviously, we're we're on the side where we have to win every single game. But yep. 
You're in with a shot, you're in with a puncher's chance, and that's all you need. So, congratulations, mate. You're in the finals. Well done. Yep. It was a it was a tough slog. Trust now, me. let's cover my debacle. Oh, now, lots of lessons yeah. to be learnt here, uh, rubbers. So, get a pad, pen, start writing down what I'm about to uh, talk about here. So, so, so pretty, mu- pretty much the lesson is do exactly the opposite of what Nanny's done. Let me talk through it. So, coming up against one of my arch nemesis, Hale. Well, everyone's arch nemesis. He's the villain of the league. I've made a big balls bet. Head-to-head, winner takes everyone. I've got my eyes on SJ. We know how good SJ is in the coming into these finals with his strength of schedule. Mm. It was going to be delectable that I was going to get him. Either way, didn't matter how you slice this matchup, it was going to be very fucking close. You know, I looked at it a lot. And it was very close. Didn't exactly know. Very fair bet. It was. It was a. You had, you had a slight few boner going into the round. It was. It was like this is fucking. This is do or die, right? Yeah. First game of the round. I have my roosters uh, playing, and he's got a couple of the the big Broncos guns, and this is what rattled me early, right? And maybe I was holding on too tight to that dream of SJ, and that's where it started to go wrong, just wanting SJ so much, right? And also not wanting to lose to this fucking cunt either. Do you know what I mean? So I'm holding it a little bit too tight. First game, Sandon Smith gets 25. Joey Manu gets 18. I mean, he got downgraded a little bit. He was like 20. So all of a sudden, I have got my halfback and my gun 5'8". Score but together scoring below forty. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, rattle sta- that's rattle stations right there, right? And on top of that, Pat Carrigan scores his first try in his fucking career against me. <laughs> so seventy odd games and it just happens to be this round. It's panic stations, people. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Now I brought Tane Milne in, right? Winger up against the Tigers. This is great. This is this is one of the best. Pick Tano Milne up. And it was, I mean, to me, it's a smart Look, VC. As, as, a, as a plug and play, fucking awesome play. As a VC, though, well, for, put a, it, for a left dominant team. But put it, put it this way. If you go, and trust me, I have looked at all the stats. So if you go back and you look at all the games that Latrell Mitchell has played for the Bunnings this year, they've scored more tries on the right than they have left. Now, I get it that with Cody Walker on his own, they are a left-dominant side, mm. but with Latrell Mitchell on the side, Bunnies are a more right-dominant side. And we know how weak the Tigers are on their left. Yep. 15 tries in seven games, two right-wingers exclusively. Last time Tane Mill played him, he scored 134, scored two tries. I mean, the stats were piled up so fucking high, I couldn't see over them. And he did nothing in that game, scored 54. He had three goes at the line. He scores one of those tries. He scores 90. And then we're sitting here just going, yeah, p- pretty good VC. So I'm not too... Yeah, I'm not too... You ups- are, you are, I'm, not to too, I'm not too upset with myself because... Considering your other VC options. Because it's... But, but it's so easy to sit here in hindsight. Oh, 100%. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy to look at that and go, oh, of course. You know, of course the Bunnies are a left-edge dominant team, of course. But when you're sitting there before the game and you're looking at all the stats and how heavily they're weighted onto that pick, I've got to give myself some slack there. There, But then this is the big one. This is the big one. And, I mean, again. You did shift it as well. You had it on him. 
Yeah, but that was just a. I was uh, never. I was never going to pick Harry Grant as a VC or captain because, and again, it's easy been, to sit here and un- say he's been he's been unreliable. But he's he so bad, come, but he, but he so bad, come. man. He scored thirty six the week before. Yeah, but he has turned up like five times this season. Yeah, but if you're picking a captain, you don't want to count the fucking scored thirty the week before and has done five times this season. I haven't picked Harry Grant as a captain or a VC since round ten. Yeah, he he's Look, just never come into calculate. And I mean, it's it's so easy now to sit there and go, "It's Harry Grant. Why the fuck didn't you have at least the VC on him?" But I hadn't even and not, been and not and not rolling with him at, in my team. You don't have that PTSD of picking him as captain and then getting fucked over. Exactly. Exactly. I would, I would, I would just, I just, and I was always going to pick Greg Marzi. But, it, and then sitting here in hindsight, you're like, of course, why didn't I have the VC? But then you think of it and you're like, because he's been shit. He's been up and down. He's been really hard to, and I mean, of course, you sit here and you go, well, why didn't I just VC Harry yeah. Grant and Captain Greg Marzi? But that's, there was that's, nothing that's backing, was there was nothing backing up Harry Grant's selection. Yeah, I mean, even like the matchup I was, wasn't exactly the statistical matchup wasn't really there either. No, it but I was snowed in with the fucking Tane Milne snats. I was mm-hmm. I was literally under blankets and blankets and blankets of Tane Milne stats. <laughs> so anyway, so all this is happening right. And again, probably if I wasn't holding on so tight and if I wasn't so fucking rattled after my Bruce's went down and fucking his players started killing it, I may have just rolled with the punches and taken yeah. some safer options, but I was constantly chasing upside. I think I think the next one is my favourite. Constantly chasing upside. So then I'm sitting there and I'm watching this Storm game and I'm watching Harry Grant play, well, score the, his the biggest- his career. Yeah, score the biggest super coach score of his career. And I'm like, look, I'm happy for that because he's in my team. That's good. But I'm thinking- if I captained him, this game would be over. Like it's early fucking doors. So I've like, got that. Ra- I've very- got that racing through my head, and I'm like, oh fuck. And then Olakawatu scores. Ilias has a, a his career game as well. Scores seventy four. When does Ilias score seventy four? You know, like know, that fucked me. And then I've got McInnes on the bench, and I'm looking through his stats. I'm looking through McInnes' stats, right? And I'm going, he even if he gets sixty minutes, it's going to be like a fifty five point score I just don't think that's going oh. to do it for me no. so I drop him pick up Ravalawa and actually actually, and, I, and, I, and in, uh, partially injured Ravalawa and I do make up for this so Ravalawa comes in he scores 33 nothing and then I panic and I pick up Jared Wallace who yeah, outscores McInnes anyway so that, that the loss of McInnes' score I actually did better by being Wallace in because I was going to have McInnes' score for one of my front row forwards. So I just pivoted off Rava, put another front row forward, and it just so happened that he scored 96. So you never you never actually got Rava's score in your... No, no, I, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I didn't lose, but dropping McInnes because I was all at C, all out at C, is still fucking rookie, right? And, this- and Wallace, Wallace didn't even score a try to get that, did he? Nah, he played that's, 70 that's, minutes, though. That's wild. Man. I know, I know. Fuck that some output. So all in all, just I beat myself. the The Eskimo Bros beat the Eskimo <laughs> Bros. Hail He's wins. Just trying to outthink the room. And then, like, did you did you end up charging him rent? Oh man, because he was proper, in your head, man. Proper. And this is the thing. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like we live by stats, but sometimes your first vibe instinct is correct. 
Sometimes it's, it's just instinct. It's instinct, and you got to back your gut. Like that's what that's what we always say. You got to back your gut, and it, um, and it could have gone different. And this is super coach. I mean, this is super coach. This is, you know, the luck that you got on the weekend. I got none of it, and it's been <laughs> vice versa for the whole year. Most, I've been most of the season. I've yeah. been getting all the luck, right? And I just got none of it. I just got none of it. You know, Tane Milne, he went. Really, like millimeters, a beast. Well, that last, the last play of the game, he almost scored a try. Exactly, I know, I know. It, I've been seething. I just thought to myself, you know what? If I fucking threw my phone against the wall on Thursday afternoon, I'd have the SJ in my team. Yep, yep. So instead, I don't have Harry Grant, which is a big, big. It's kick in the it's dick. big, but it's not as big of a step down. As it could have been. Put it this way. I get Egan in return, Wade Egan, and I think mm. I'd rather have Wade Egan this week against Titans, who have a weak middle, than mm. Harry Grant up against the Panthers. Yeah. And I was yeah, always Harry, going Harry's, to- Harry's scoring 50. Or- yep. And so and no matter what, what the outcome of that game was, even if I won it, I'd still be playing this round and it'd still be do or die. So to help me sleep tonight- I'm going to think that, yes, Wade Egan's better in my side than Harry Grant. <laughs> oh, bro. What? Oh. <sighs> Classic. It, look, Classic. It's, it's, one of, it's one of those things. Heinz, yeah, everyone's got 20-20 hindsight. You always, go, you always go and overanalyze what you've done and what you haven't done and all this sort of stuff. Look, there, was, there was smart. Like, I didn't, I didn't make any decisions without careful thought. And they were just the wrong decisions. But, and, but some, sometimes shit just happens and shit goes wrong. But the th- the thing, it snowballed for me. I was rattled and I was I continued to try and chase upside. Yes, Chase, this, chase the losses. Just chase the losses, 100%. Mate. And so, like, j- instead of just going, no, nah, reset, keep going with the original plan, stick it out, I was going, no, nah, I need more points. I need more points. I need more points. I need to chase, 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 chase. And although the decisions I made were backed up by stats and they were smart picks, they weren't just willy-nilly shit picks, they were backed up by stats. You know, sometimes, and I've always said this, stats are like a bikini. Gives you a really good look at the rig, but doesn't give you the whole show. And Mm. I didn't get those tits this week. Wise words. I didn't get those tits this week, boys. There was no no areola in sight. Oh, bro. Good. Anyway, so this is where I'm at now. So I'm down. Mm. I'm down my first pick, down my second pick because of bets, losing bets. Yep. Jeez, I'd be humming with Scott Drinkwater and my team. Jesus, that's another thing that I'm seething well, about. I mean, anyway. I'd, I'd, I'd be humming with tur- Turbo and my team. So, yeah. At least, you, at look, least you're not all- seeing Turbo average 130 somewhere else. In someone else's team. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would true. much rather drink water, be fucking injured and gornskis than have him just absolutely crushing it for someone else. Literally winning them games on his back. Mm. That's what I'm watching yeah. at the moment. Now I've yeah. got to watch that and Harry Grant on someone else's team. Fucking grim. Grim. But, like I said to you, in the and finals, punches chance. Let's go. The guys who've won the players from you, they've also got the week off and the second chance. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Like they they are gonna be tough to beat. And, and the thing is, two, it's two games. 
it's going to be so much sweeter when I take this out and then I talk to them. Like, I gave you my best players, boys, and you still couldn't get it done. Mm. Like, that's yeah. going to be a great rhetoric at the Triple A. It's going to be it's going to be extremely tough um, to get those four wins in a row. Oh yeah, for the us, o- I reckon. <clears throat> the only thing I've got up my sleeve is strength of schedule. I've just got it in spades mm. everywhere. Like all over my team is just strength of schedule. So if somehow I do win this, it's such a great measuring stick for our stats and the strength of schedule because my team is literally built off it. So if I can find some success in this final series, rubbers stats lab, baby. Yeah. But it's good, I, man. Uh, I was in a similar position before on my injuries. I've I've been scrambling and just like plugging holes. Oh, so bro. I haven't you, I haven't been I haven't been able to, I've, it's like a build a bear. You've done fantastic, bro. Like I can't believe you're in the finals. Unfortunately, you are coming up against probably the informed team in our league. The white hot team at the moment. Yeah. So, um, obviously, he's just got back Latrell. He's he's looking like he's never left. Ponga, he's just – I really hope they're going to give him a rest this week because I fucking need it. Fuck. Coming up against the Dolphins. Oh. It's going to be tough, bro. But yeah. now, every, every year – we say this, that we want a huge rub down showdown. Mm, and yeah. so we both have to- but you, know, but you know that the showdown will have to happen- Next week. No, it won't happen next week, will it? Yeah. Yep. Oh. One versus two, oh. come back. So if you beat JK- we need, to, we need to both win this week. Yes. So oh. we only one of us can make the grand final. Yep. Um, but- there has to be a rub down showdown. That has to be next week. You have to win your matchup. I have to win my, my matchup. So for the podcast and all the listeners, all the rubbers, for their sake, we're on the same team this week, bro. We're helping each other. Yep, yep. So when uh, we talk about the moves that we're going to make this week, I'm not going to fuck you over on the waivers of free agents. You're not going to fuck me over. We'll talk about what moves we're going to make, what our plans are, how we're going to attack this, because we want that rub down match up because for content wise whew, baby that's what we've been chasing for i mean when's the last time we played each other in the finals i i genuinely can't remember a long um, uh, if ever been, have we ever i don't, I don't I, know i don't i don't know whether we have because like it would have been a big thing um yeah i can't, I can't remember it's ever i know in the lead up to the finals we've had a couple of stashes but no nah, man I, I i don't think so exciting times this, 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 <laughs> Oh, exciting times. Unreal. Exciting times. So that's what's happening. We're both in the finals. Notarizers, mm-hmm. the Eskimo Bros. We're humming. Yeah, we got We're there. in there. We got there. Oh, God. I limp. Fuck. Limping. Limping. Like you skated through Bradbury style and I was literally fucking limping, injured yeah, on I, crutches. I, I, at least, I at least won my won my round to get into there. <sighs> Funny thing is I lost the last two, two rounds um, before that. If I had just won one of those, none of this would have been a, an issue. I would have skated through easily. Classic. Just, but, um, just yeah. super coach, isn't it? It's just a funny old fucking 100%. game. It's a funny old game. Oh, we've got plenty to talk about. Plenty we to talk about. Do, First up, do. before we get into it, apologies for last week, guys. I think you probably hear it in my voice. I'm still a little bit crook. Last week, I was fucking, mate. All the blokes that are listening, you know, man flu. It's a thing. It's a real thing. Once it hits oh, you, I, I, there's I nothing you can do about it. Yeah. 
You just I mean, I still recorded, but... Yeah. What's well, different when you only speak 10% of the time and I speak 90% of the time? Yeah, that's because that's because I don't get a chance to... Well, that's just what it is. It's just what it is. <laughs> uh, and also the Chase Your Losses uh, crew as well missed out on that one. We still got our best bets out, which mm. were terrible, really bad. Talk to you about that later on the it week. It was a tough punt, punt weekend. Though. Oh, fuck. No good at all. All right, mm. let's get into some... Injuries. I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. So, obviously, we're recording this before TLT and before we get all the, the finalized news about all these injuries. But we had Jojo Fafita with an ankle. That looks like it's going to be a pretty serious one, a syndesmosis injury. So, you look three to four weeks for that one. Yeah, you'd expect shot to come in for him. For sure. AJ Brimson, ab tear. Now, I was listening to Brian on the Magic Sponge podcast today. He thinks that it could be a pain management issue. He get needled up, especially where the Titans are sitting on the ladder. He expects him to play. Um, he did get needled up mid game and came back on. Exactly. So, yeah, it might be might be just how they're going to roll with that. Yeah, it's one of those injuries that you can't really make anything worse. Uh, apart from getting a hernia, it, mm. you can't make anything worse. So he'll probably get needled which is, up. Which is not which is not great. No, that's not great either. But um, yeah. yeah, I expect him to to line up for the Titans. Uh, Will Kennedy hamstring. Now, this one's supposed to be a bad one. So you could see Will Kennedy's um, regular season done. You might not see him yeah. till the NRL file. So Supercoach um, season is done for him, which is going to be interesting to see what they do here. I've read articles where Nico Hines has put his uh, hand up to play fullback. There's some whispers that Connor Tracy might go back to fullback. I'm not exactly sure. Have you heard anything? Kaylaro. Kaylaro. He's he, he was close to um, – I think he was in the – the 19, so he's the last person um, cut from the team this week. So yeah, right. He sure, surely wouldn't be too far away. And you've um, also Maddie, got Matty Matty Moylan. Well, that's the other one. Moylan Moise, coming. Moise hasn't Moise hasn't played fullback in fucking donkeys. No, time. but they're saying he comes in at six, and um, Nico plays fullback. I mean. They, they couldn't play worse than they did last week. No, exactly. And the other one is Ronaldo Molotalo. So he was a, a withdrawal. I think, that, I think that that is the key reason why Connor might not move back there yeah. um, to fall back because I think they've got obviously plugged the um, – Plug those gaps on on that left-hand side. and But it's a weird one. Brian was saying, like, it's listed as a jaw issue. Now, he was like, look, a jaw issue, it's either you've broken it or you're playing. What mm-hmm. what he he couldn't understand what a jaw what sort of jaw issue would keep you out from playing can you, if it's can not you broken? Dis- can you dislocate a jaw? I guess you just put it back into place and you get going. Well, he actually, he couldn't understand it, so I don't know exactly what's going on there. He might yeah. be might be sweet, but he, yeah, Secret was squirrel like, stuff. He yeah. said it was a weird one, bro. So a mm. lot of moving parts there at the Sharks to keep a close eye on. Um, I'm I'll not tell you sh- what the, the stats were a fucking bitch to do. With all the all the different players, I could imagine. And I could Jesus. imagine. And look, now I actually don't know if that's good for Nico playing fullback. I would suggest not, super coach wise. Um, but I mean, he I hasn't know, been like, he hasn't been playing well anyway because he's definitely not. I think the he's going to get his he's going to get have his hands on the ball for like at least the first uh, first couple of tackles, which is good. He's not a big hit up guy, so I don't think but you know you attacking the broken line though. Yeah, for sure. I, look, but also like playing a position that he you know hasn't played in a while as well. Mm. I think you'd much rather him play yeah, seven. Hundred percent. Yeah. So yeah. 
I think it's probably a little bit worrisome, especially because he's been out of form. Sharks have been out of form. I mean, what did he score on the weekend? 20-something? Yeah, 22, 22, but he's coming up against the best defensive side in the league. So you would expect them. And they're also, they had like a massive injury to the, one of their spine players. So they were at six and sevens from the start. And up against the best defensive side, it was never going to be a good thing. They're pretenders, the Sharks. They 100%. Are. They're, they're, they're flat track bullets. Um, and they come up against every, the, every, the bunnies. Everyone understand that's now. They they come up against the bunnies this week. That's going to be no easy feat either with Latrell back at the helm. So interesting, interesting with Nico. He may not be that uh, world beater, set and forget captain that he was at the start of the season. Yeah, so something sure. to think about anyway, especially in a, a week where it's do or die for most people. Yeah. Um, where you and Aiken with a knee injury, I'm not sure about the uh, severity with that one, but he couldn't he's, finish the he, game. He's um he's been carrying a bit of a knee injury the last month or so. Yeah, right. Um, he actually got moved to the right hand side, which is pretty key for Asako owners because mm. Big Val went over to the left side. So, look, as a as an Asako owner myself, <laughs> fucking fingers crossed that um, Aiken lines up on that right side for so, sure because Val. Yeah. In all honesty, have you seen him pass it yet at all? Like once, I've never, no, I've, I've never seen him I mean, pass the ball. He's got hands like feet, but fuck, when he starts running, he's like the juggernaut. He doesn't even pass it in warm-ups. I'm pretty sure he just <laughs> he just holds on to it the whole time, and then puts the ball he's back eat, in the he bag. Just eat, he just eats the ball. Mm. So you yeah, know that is good for for um, Asako. Christian mm. Tupolotu suspected MCL. So keep an eye on mm. this one for the Manly Seagulls because the left winger. This week up against the Roosters has a fantastic matchup. I know. Would, the, you, ex- would you expect Cooler to move across than uh, Morgan Harper to come in at center? I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure who's available at the moment for the oh, no, Seagulls. Vega. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So true. keep an eye on it because I think it's a nice plug and play. Whoever comes in at that left wing, um, even mm. though the Manly Seagulls are a right dominant side, if they're doing video on the Roosters, they know that left edge is going to be tasty. Um, Dane Laurie suspected PCL for the Tigers. Uh, his regular season could be done there. And then a few head knocks here. Connolly Lemuelu. Oh, I didn't even talk about that. That's another thing that happened to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Lemuelu fucking that was got a six, dick, that got was six points. A, that was a dick luck, though, man. That was horrible. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So he'll be. So Connolly uh, Lemuelu, Sean Bloor, Egan Butcher, all with head knocks, didn't finish the game. So all of them will be out this week because of the 11 day stand down. Mm-hmm. Um it's a, it's a rough one. Yeah. And and I think the um the Egan Butcher one he's had one in the last like 3 months. 3 so months, yeah. It's almost it's certainly going to be that 11 days, so. Yep. Yeah. Um suspensions Val Holmes, he's facing 3 to 4 weeks. Torrent Peachy took an early guilty plea got 2 weeks there. Now JDB is facing 3 to 4 weeks. He's disputing the grading, so he's pleaded guilty, but he's disputing the grading. So one to keep an eye on there, but if that yeah. fails, if he, he, if he, he fails, three, he gets four weeks. He gets four weeks. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, one to watch there. Um, obviously, you'll be watching that one pretty closely. I I thought ahead, um, and I've actually picked up Matty Lodge last week, so it's actually been sorted out. Oh, so nice. I don't really mind. Nice. I mean, you'd rather JDB than Lodge, but yeah, you've I got would. Backup. I would, but yeah, I've got backup. Nice, 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 nice. But again, make sure um, 
if you subscribe to the Patreon, there'll be a full write-up of TLT, who's in, who's out, and then we'll obviously have all the waiver wire stuff on there as well. It is your one-stop shop to hit the waivers, so keep an eye out for that one. All right, bro, let's get into it. Let's rub down these games. Records, rankings, weather. I know the team. These games are a burial, a blowout, a human lock. I know these players. All you gotta do is bet on the win. I know this wonderful game called football. Let's get on with a rub down. Oh, fuck yeah. Now, as we go through these games, of course, as always, all stats are taken from the form guide available on our Patreon. And this is six rounds, and it gives us a look at how teams have been scoring and defending over the last six rounds. Really good snapshot about teams coming into Supercoach Finals. So, and we like that more than looking at the season-long stuff just because personnel change, injuries, um, for example. Just the, general, just the general form of the teams. Like We saw how bad the cows were at the start of the season and they've turned around a little bit. But more importantly, teams like the Knights. For sure. They're two perfect examples. Perfect examples. So if you took the season-long stats on both, them, both of those teams – it would give you a bit of an altered view about how they're going. But six rounds, perfect. They're humming. Absolutely humming. All right, let's get into it. Thursday, 7.50 p.m. Again. Roosters v. Manly, SCG. Which the Roosters would play a little bit later. SCG. Later in the round, please, so I can fucking work out what I'm doing here. Um, Why don't they play at SFS, the new stadium? Jesus. that uh, like Sydney Grand is the worst stadium for watching footy. I reckon Sorry. they've got a contract, the Roosters, with the SCG and they haven't fulfilled it quite yet. Yeah. Um, and they have to play a certain man, amount of games oh, there still. Actually, no, actually, it might have to do with the Women's World Cup. Ah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Because the, the Women's World because we actually went and watched the game on the weekend and fucking, it was it a was great atmosphere and everything, but they've only got one fucking beer on tap because um, Great Northern have sponsored the event. Nothing wrong with Great Northern. Atrocious. Nothing wrong with Great Northern, baby. Great beer. Great beer. Not when it's the only selection. Yeah, just hook it to your veins. Get into it. Stop whinging and bitching. What? They didn't have some pa- they didn't have some passion fruit scented fucking thing with an umbrella Look, sometimes in it. Sometimes I want a passion fruit scented <laughs> fucking sour or whatever. Yes. Oh god. All right. So is the spice of life. So Roosters v Manly. This is an interesting game. Uh, yeah. Mm. Let's get in the strength it's a, of it's a tough it's a tough one to read, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, Manly are humming though at the moment. Um, they've been playing real, really well down their right edge specifically. Like they've been, but they do, they do concede a lot of points. Um, mm. Roosters, they're dominant down their right edge attack. Manly are weak on their left, so there is a matchup there statistically for the Roosters if they want to use that right edge. It's just if they can score points. Do you know what I mean? Like, they looked all out at sea on the weekend against the Broncos. Granted, the Broncos are a really good defensive side, but they still looked shit house. Now, They're just can, not playing as a team, are they? No, and you can take it two ways. You can be like, look, they're fucking... It's the, the wheels are really wobbly and they're going all over the place. Or you can say, okay, we're hopeful because they've got a slap in the face in the Broncos. That's going to tighten some things up. They're going to fix some things at training. Uh, and maybe come out a little bit better against Manly, who are a weaker defensive side than the Broncos. That's what I'm hom- hoping. And anyway, as a Roosters, uh, Manu, but and ha- I've got but Smith. How many, but how many fucking slaps around the face have they had this season? 
a lot. And so, and usually after a big loss, they've come back and played better. Have they played well? No. Have they played better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So just got to sort of look at some sort of mm. silver lining here with the Roosters. Just give Manu early ball. Like, yeah. just give him the fucking ball. It's worked. It works so well. Like, don't try and reinvent the wheel. The matchups there on on the right edge for you guys. Just use him for my sake, please, motherfucker. Um, for Manly, like I alluded to earlier, they're strongest in their right attack, but it's the Roosters' right defense that's presenting the matchup. Both for, both for super coach points and tries, they're conceding the third most tries of any right defense. Uh, 54 points per player to left attacks, and 44% of their tries go to left attacks. So if the Seagulls can start slinging the ball down the left, you know, they might find some success there. Um, Roosters also leaked the fourth most points up the guts over the last six rounds. So the middleman there, your boy Lodge, yeah. might be up for a big game here. I think both middles will be up here um, for some good points. But like you said at the start, really hard one to sort of pinpoint where guys are going to perform here. Early game, not a lot of sexy picks here for VCs, but who stands out here for you? Yeah, well, Joey Manu has a really good matchup this round. Uh, Please, they've cunt. <laughs> they've been conceding the third most points to right centers, uh, about 60, 69 points. Nice. Nice. Um, per, per round, in, um, sorry, per game in the last six rounds. Teddy's also got a good one. Um, like you, like you mentioned before, um, Lodge and Sipley likely have a good matchup as well. Interestingly, obviously, this will be the first game that Lodge plays against his former team. Mm. Go, so whether he comes out with fireworks, whether he comes out to try to prove a point, I'm hoping he comes out to try to prove a point, not the fireworks. But yeah, we know what he's like. Um, Victor Radley, um, if he does end up playing lock, sensational. Um, play this week yeah right um, they've been conceding 75 points in the last six rounds to to oppose locks so look they bit of the um second phase play bit of bit of ball playing and stuff like that <coughs> we know that radley's good at it just whether he gets involved if he isn't playing lock and he gets shifted across to the left um to rough spot to fill the void of egan butcher natty brown um nathan brown Mm. He might be he might be a, a sneaky play this week because he's um he's obviously filled in at lock a couple of weeks while uh, Victor's been in the in on the edge so yeah he might be an, a tidy little play if you're struggling in the two spot. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, there's a few guys here that are sitting below thirty percent or below thirty five percent that I think are worth a pick up here. Mm. Jared Warrior Hardgraves has been playing fifty five, fifty six, fifty seven plus minutes um, for the last four games now. Um, this is the time of year that they start using him to his full potential. They treat him with cotton gloves all year with his niggling injuries. Back into the season where there's nothing to lose, they just let him loose, right? So he, you'll get 50, 55 points out of him. Easy for the Manly Seagulls, our boy, Canicola. I mean, sitting mm. at 39%, but that right edge yeah. from Manly has been humming. I mean, his pace yeah. plus Saab's pace. Another guy, Saab sitting at 18%. Both of these guys worth a pickup. I mean, the one thing I will say is that the Roosters have been defending on their left side, so uh, for opposed um, uh, right edge attackers, they've been con- they've been conceding bugger all points. They've been going, they've been- and Billy Smith 
to his credit, has performed so much better in defence than when he first came through <laughs> at the start of the season. 100%. Billy Smith and Toops, yeah. really good defenders at they the did, moment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And Toops in the air is, is almost second to none. Mm. Again, just hard one to fucking pick. I mean, mm. I'll put it this way. Like, I'll talk about it with my moves later on, but I think I'm going to bench Manu and just see what he does. You know what I mean? Like, if he yeah. plays well. Clear the bench. Clear the bench. Use him. If he plays shit. I don't. I'll work it out, and I won't have to use him. So, mm. definitely no VCs for me here. DCE has been playing well. Garrick's obviously interesting. Um, would you VC either of those guys? I'm tossing up with DCE at the mm. moment. Um, look, I had, I had the I had the captaincy on him last week. Um, some late um, late fucking recalcs helped me a mm. bit. Um, in this one, look, in, in all honesty, there's obviously no captaincy, but um, Teddy, DCE, and maybe Garrick would be ones I'd be looking to VC. You've got your high-octane players like Joey Manu and um, maybe maybe Saab, but the, the matchup's not there. There's definitely um, better games for VCs, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, and Nat, a- Natty, Natty Butcher is a sneaky player because um, the Manly side have been conceding about the fourth or fifth most um, to right to refs. So coming up against Tuolangi, um, we've seen that he hasn't been the most solid defender. So, yeah, it's it's def- like him paired up with Joshy Schuster, there is going to be some gaps in that defense. Mm. Uh, Nat Butcher runs a fantastic line, really hard to handle. So I'd be, I'd be putting him down as an anytime try scorer. Another interesting point coming out of that game against the Broncos was uh, Suwale'i was hooked with his goal kicking and Sandon Smith had a shot at goal and nailed it. So Mm. if you're a Sandon Smith owner like me, maybe there's some more points coming this week if he gets the goal kicking over Suwale'i. They've got to score the tries for him to kick goals. I'll take anything I can get, bro. I really will. (laughs) Um, All right, let's get into the next game. Friday, 6 p.m., Titans v. Warriors, Seabar Stadium which for the Warriors is pretty much a home ground. I don't know if anyone that's mm. listening has been to a Titans-Warriors game when it's at Seabus up here on the Gold Coast. I've been to a few, and it is 80% Warriors, 20% Titans fans. It's wild. It is wild. So I don't think the Titans I mean, get- good, good on them. Oh, good man, 100%. There's a, the, there's didn't, a they few- base, didn't they base themselves up there for like during the COVID period for – yeah, uh, they were at Redcliffe. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, it's just it's just a big Kiwi um, sort of. I mean, if you're gonna fucking migrate to Australia, where else are you gonna yeah. fucking live? Why wouldn't you live on the Gold Coast? Yeah, fair play. The best place ever. Um, all right, so this is a great game for Supercoach, um, especially if you've got Warriors players. Warriors, they have one of the best, if not the best, right attacks in the biz. Now, as a whole, the Titans, they have been the weakest versus good left attacks. But of late, they have been susceptible to sharp right edges, especially in the last two games. They have been leaking a fair few tries to right edge attacking players. So that, I mean, you know that the Warriors are just going to pump that right attack. Whether it's the weak point or it's not, they're going to pump it. And I think they will find success, especially coming off a spell as well. I love that. So 
I think you still, even though statistically it's not quite there, the matchup, I still think because the Titans as a whole, as a team for the entire season, have been conceding a lot of super coach points, you've got to back this Warriors right. I just love it. Um, now, on the other side of the ball, Warriors leak majority of tries to left attacks. So that is a tasty matchup for the Titans because they fucking, I think it's like 50-something percent that they scored down their left All attacks. AKP. They're so dominant down there. Mm. Um, but... Warriors are a solid defensive team. And like I said, coming yeah. off a spell, they'll be fresh. I think it'll be hard to score points against them, against them at the moment as well. And they, mate, they're vying for a top four finish. Yeah. And look, um, on that uh, like on that right side for them, like you've got Nia Corey, who's not a, not a bad defender. Rocco Berry, who's really solid. Um, DWZ's got enough speed to, um, to cater for shifting wide as well. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough, um, tough one to crack them, I think. And you got to think about the Warriors. They make the top four and they they land a home final. Mm, that's that's huge. so big for them. So man. big. It's so yeah. big. You so almost the- want them to get it just just to, at least to thank the fans or something because like they spent two two years playing away from home. Oh man! Uh, if mate. any team deserves it, it's the Warriors. I've got DWZ. I want all the success in the world for the Warriors at the moment. I want. Them I don't have any. I, I don't. I don't have. I don't have any Warriors. <laughs> just to clarify. Oh god! Oh, another thing is Titans leaked the second most points up the guts over the past six rounds. Mm. So, AFB Tohu Harris, my boy, my boy Wade Egan, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, some of the big boys there have got a really good matchup, but. Yeah. yeah, this is a really good VC game. Um, I'll be definitely looking into this as a DWZ owner, as a VC mm. option. Um, but, yeah, who stands out for you in this one, bro? Oh, I mean, statistically, you kind of um, hit the nail on the head through that middle um, through the Titans. Like, despite having, like, really strong uh, middle with MoFo, Tino and all that, with Turno being out the last few rounds, um, it, it, they've really dropped in their effectiveness for defensive um, through the middle. So having conceded most points to front row forwards, so AFB looks very fucking tasty, as does Mitch Barnett. Mm. Um, Jackson Ford also has a fucking awesome matchup. He, he will come up against Joe Stimson on, um, on the left side. Uh, Aaron Clark as a nice little plug and play option. He'll be, he'll be lining up at lock as well. He's definitely one that I'll be um, possibly looking at, um, at shoehorning in uh, potentially. Mm. And um, Kieran, Kieran Foran, um, surprisingly stands out as a statistical matchup, but considering like how staunch that left side, um, sorry, the right side defense has been, I can't really say he's one that I'll be, um, Shouting from the the rooftops to bring in. No, no. You know who's yeah, like <laughs> guys like D, DWZ and and even SJ. There's no there's no statistical matchup there, but we just know how heavily yep. heavily right they'll go and attack. So he's definitely one that you you look at. You know who's an interesting one is Chris Randall. Now he has yeah. played um, in the last four games. Three of them have been over seventy two minutes. So in the last two games, he's played 72 minutes on the weekend, week before 79 minutes, and racked up a 96 and a 68. Obviously, he had a line break on the weekend and a try before, but he's mm. starting the game at hooker, and then they, as Veril comes on, they put him at front row, and he stays there for the entire game. Yeah. 
it's look it, and in the really difficult hooker spot. So he's definitely one of the guys that we've we've flagged out on the waiver post that'll come on by the time you listen to this. So um, yeah, he's definitely one to pick up. I think both Aaron Clark and Randall are two guys that um, they're short term plays. So as soon as Tino comes back, Isaac Lee will move back at mm. back into the lock spot, and then um, there won't be as many minutes to be be had by either those guys. But far out, he's um, Randall just gives me so many Cotter vibes. It's um mm. he's un- he's unreal. Like, it's the new prototype, season, isn't it? The first, the first season he came through, the real, the small mobile um front row forward, like just gets through his work. Um yeah. I, I fucking love watching it. And that's it. It's it's this new prototype of front row well, forward. Late like for a, work like at the to, line. To Vega as well. Yep. Like, yeah, those type of guys. Really good defenders, hard to handle because they're running at tied defences, tied middles, tied props. Mm. So it's an interesting way that they're sort of looking at this front row forward position at the moment. Um, but, yeah, he's a definite pickup. Um, VC options, obviously those right weapons for the Warriors. We're talking SJ, CNK, DWZ, all really good VCs. Um, AFB chuck and in, chuck in AFB as well, man. <laughs> and like, Tohu Harris. Scoring tries for fun. For sure. And sometimes... In a finals game, when all the chips are out on the table, sometimes getting a VC that's like a 75-point safety net isn't a bad option either. Um, so, you know, like a Toe Harris or AFB, it's not a bad play. On the Titans side of the ball, Warriors have been so staunch in defense, it's hard. I mean, David mm-hmm. Fafita is obviously always going to be up for it. He's yep, probably yep, the sure. only one for me um, that I could VC for the Titans. Maybe like an AJ Brimson, um, just because we know how high octane he can go. But carrying that that injury, yeah. he's probably going to be spelled a little bit with um, with Campbell if he is even named. So, look, if Campbell gets named um, and Brimo's given the week off just to help um, settle things down, I mean, like we know how how much involved Campbell can get can be. So, I wouldn't mind him as a, a plug and play, but definitely not a. Um, Definitely a VC or captaincy. Mm, yeah, it is worrisome. All right, let's get to the next game. We have Friday, 8 p.m., Panthers v. Storm at Blue Bet Stadium. Now, this one for Supercoach is pretty worrisome. It's going to be a great game. Don't get me wrong. Real-life rugby league is going to be fantastic. Kick back, watch this one, crack a few tinnies. It's going to be a good watch, but nothing obvious uh, in this one uh, in terms of matchups. Both teams attack well on both sides of the ball, and they leak points evenly on both sides of the ruck also. If I had to pick any side that sort of had any sort of matchup, it'd be the Panthers' right. Um, It gets the slight nod here, as they seem to be more dominant down that edge with Nathan Cleary back in charge. Storm also leaking a decent chunk of their points to right-wingers and right-centers, so I don't mind that Panthers' right, (coughs) but... Both teams playing really well. I mean, Panthers, fuck, they look amazing. Storm on the weekend, wow. I they're, mean, they're playing. They're playing September footy for sure, for sure. So this one's really hard to try and pick guys that are going to go large. Um, it's a bit of a roll of the dice. Do you know what I mean? Like you might have guys like um, Cameron Munster that steps up for this game and plays really well. Um, and then on the and he, has, he has scored against the um, the Panthers as well, so it's not out of out of the realms of possibility. Exactly, and but then on the flip side of the things, you might have a down game for Nathan Cleary. He might play X's and O's type footy and just kick to corners and just try and suffocate the Storm team, which isn't good for Supercoach. So just be. I see, I see this one being a very low scoring game, mm. so be careful with this one because fuck, I mean. 
there's a there's a few there's a few moving parts with the players as well. So Tyron Peachy, you mentioned before, he's going to be suspended. Um, Isaac Tungo is due to come back soon. So mm. whether it's this week or not, you have to check team lists. But yeah, it's um it's an interesting one. On the other side, um, Nas is potentially going to return from the finger injury. You'd expect him now that Eli Katawa has has returned via the bench. He looked really good, Ellie. Um, oh, I'll be very surprised if Ellie doesn't Gun. just slide straight back into that. Uh, for that sure. For sure. He looked fit, then, running good lines. There's no way that they can keep him out of that 80-minute role anymore. And you, you'll, you'll like this. So, Nas will most likely go back into the forward rotation, which is awesome for Grant owners. Yeah. Oh, no, you're not a Grant owner anymore, are you? Fuck. Wow. Oh, sorry, mate. I've got um, the gun, Wade Egan, bro. Oh, yeah, Please. exactly. Exactly. I'm set. Set and forget. Mm -hmm. um, and Ryan Pappy. Um, so chances are, so he, he might make his return via Cup um, this weekend. He will be. Yeah. It's locked in. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, yeah, depending on how that goes, he might get a bench spot um, next week, mm. which would be tasty. Um, I'm not I'm not sure that he'll become relevant for Supercoach purposes, but, um, yeah, he's definitely one to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, it, it is interesting. I wouldn't go rush, be rushing out to go get him at the moment. Like you said, you might only see him on the bench for the next sort of three, four weeks. Uh, yeah. Because you got to remember, like, Storm, they're going to play finals football. They would much rather have him humming towards, you know, the back end of the season and finals than right now. So just get him right. Have him come off the bench, even play a few and they games. Might, they might even they might even play <coughs> full games at Q Cup before they. Um, oh, for sure they will. Yeah, game. yeah. So we might not see him until around twenty six. Yep, exactly. Gets a couple of, gets a couple of games to get his eye in, and then that, that's that. Yep. Yeah, but like like I said, this is a really tough one. I wouldn't be VCing or captaining anyone in this game. I would be cracking a few tins and just enjoying really good defensive display yep. from two teams. 100. 100. Uh, all right, let's get into the next game. Saturday, 3 p.m. at Cows v. Broncos, Queensland Country Bank Stadium. This one is always an absolute belter of a game, always a battle. Now, for matchups, we've got Broncos right edge. They're the dominant attack here. Um, coming up against the Cows, left defense with no Val there. They're already mm. they're already weakest defensive unit on that left edge anyway. Novell there. I think that's where the Broncos can attack. Cowboys leaking fifty seven points per player per game to right attacks and forty two percent of their tries to right attacks also. So you might see a really good game for Tony Staggs, who's in really good form. Also Adam Reynolds, someone Cobo, guys like this. But just like the last game that we're talking about. This could be a hard super coach game. What's yeah. your thoughts? Well, I mean, like you mentioned, like Val Holmes is going to be out, so you'll expect maybe that Zach guy to come in or Labert. Yep. Um, yeah, Zach Labert. Um, Reese Robson, he's got to pass concussion protocols, so Jakey Granville might deputise at hooker. Then you've got um, Halem Lukey might be uh, might be returning from that facial fracture, so that might push um, Fenefuake to the bench so yeah there's a there's a couple of moving parts for the cows on the for the broncos piacora is most likely coming back um because he had the flu paddy carrigan try scorer um will move back to lock unfortunately um the one the one week in the last month that i didn't put him down as any time try scorer. anyway i'm not bitter um jesse arthur's is also coming back from suspension so it'll be interesting to see whether they um give dame mariner another another run or not 
I thought Mariner looked good, and anytime he's come in, he's always done a job. Mm. So I'd be surprised. Like he is the future um, on the wing for them. The problem so, is Herbie. Yes, Herbie. Herbie never gives the ball. Um, Great left foot step, Herbie. Really yep. good left foot step away from <laughs> yes. Mariner. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, the only the only way he sees the ball is if Mam decides to do a cutout. Yep. So. Look, he's he's performed like I said before. He's performed quite well each time that he's he's ran out there. I think a sneaky play this week. Katoni Stags lining up against Zach Labor mm. could be anything. Yep. That'll be that'll I do be like really that. good because we know we know that he can dominate um, at certain times. Um, and I think this would be the type of matchup that he'd dominate because um, he'll have a bit of a point to prove lining up against um, a couple of guys he used to play or played Origin this season. Um, He'll want to make a bit of a bit of a statement, I think. Mm. Yeah, this is another another tough game. I mean, fucking like you're saying, Paddy Carrigan, Paddy, bro, I sucked your dick all preseason, <laughs> and you come and out, then you go and do and me like you that. Fuck me, you absolutely fuck me. Oh, it didn't. I, it didn't even give you a towel afterwards. Oh, I still love you, Paddy. I still love you, baby. Yeah, hard man. It's not really a game. Um, that really excites me super coach wise because I think both teams are good enough defensively to limit this the high high end scoring. But I think it's gonna be a great game and I'm not hundred percent sure which way it'll land. But the Broncos have will have the wood on them, I reckon, because there's a number of key players that might be out. Yeah, for, the, and there's, uh, for the cows. There's nothing really sitting below 35% that gets nah. me going. I mean Thomas Flegler sitting low, but he's just not getting enough minutes. Um yeah, yeah, nothing there that sort of jumps out at me. So, yeah, just another game to just enjoy. Have a punt and enjoy this one. I mean, if anything, you know, Payne Haas, Paddy Carrigan, guys like this are going to get through plenty of work. They're probably the guys that you, you're going to lean on to get your good super coach points here. But any of the upside guys, I'm, I don't like it. No. All right, let's keep moving on to a bull. This 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 one's going to be good. Oh, baby. Saturday, 5.30 p.m. Well, it might not be good for you. It's not great for me. I'm fucking... Oh, this is the game that I'm, I'm sweating about right now. Uh, I love this game. Saturday, 5.30 p.m. Oh, Fins V Knights, Optus Stadium. This is in uh, Perth. So two, mm. two back-to-back games in Perth uh, yeah, this a, week. Now, Fins... In the last 10 rounds, have just been leaking points like a fucking sieve. And total opposite here on the other side of the ball, the Knights have just been fucking humming. Ever since Galen Ponga got the one, playing fullback, that left edge is just out of fucking control. I don't think Greg Marju has missed a try since Galen Ponga has played fullback. So... We love that. He's playing amazing. That whole left edge is humming. I mean, it's pretty similar to the Roosters Manly game in the sense that the statistical matchup is the Knights' right edge. The Dolphins' left edge defense has just been woeful, conceding 63 points per player per game and 45% of their tries to right attacks, the third most in the comp. But I just don't think anyone can stop this Knights left. I don't give a fuck what the stats say. Knights are going to go down the left. You know, well, they did that. Mind you, they did their homework against the Raiders, and they went right and right, and then they went back. Yeah. Oh, look, look over here for a second. Nah, gammon over here now. Fuck a boss <laughs> left. Fuck that. 
So, yeah, I just think the formula that they've created there on that left edge for the Knights with putting Jacko over there on the left, combining with KP, best playing um, some of his some of the best football that he's ever played. Pardon the pun coming out oh, of uh, State of Origin and then Marzu the Beast. I mean, how do you... Fu- and not only that, fucking Lockie Fitzgibbon. Yeah. Just, just wow. Wow, wow, wow. So don't get me wrong. I think both sides for the Knights will find success and will score points. Um, I'm just saying don't be scared off that left edge attack for the Knights because even though the statistical matchup is on the other side of the field, they will attack down the left and they will find success. It's as simple as that. On the Finn side of the ball, they look clunky, man. They look clunky. And, yeah, I mean, they should have iced that game against the Bulldogs five or six times. Yeah. I mean, it was two really poor teams coming up against each other. So, I mean, it, the finish being poor, ex- exciting but poor, um, was to be expected. So, look, they shouldn't have left it to Jermaine Osako to try to ice that one. They, sh- like you mentioned, they should have they should have really closed that one out like a couple of like ten minutes before. Yep. So, I'm not. I don't hold out a lot of hope for the Finns. I mean, Osako. Up against Mazu. Mazu's defended quite well the last month. He though. has, man. He really has. So he's, even he's, that he, isn't, he isn't a great matchup. He isn't rushing up as much. No. Like he's really calculated with when he when he comes in. Like it's uh, you've seen the development in him, which mm. is which is awesome. Like he's gone from being that flash player to being a more well rounded player in the last two months. It's it's dangerous. Um, and they want to be locking him down for as long as they possibly can. You also might, they might be out with, uh, Aiken might be out, Lemuelu will be out. So missing mm. a couple of troops there. So, yeah, yeah. Big game for the Knights. Big game for the Knights. So, yeah. I mean, have, am I, have I said anything that hasn't covered what we need to, <laughs> need to cover here? Well, pretty much every single position for them. Um, if you've got any knights, obviously start them. Start them up, baby. If you got if you got Ponga, if you got um, Young, if you've got Marju, if you've got Gags, if you've got um, if you've got Lockie Fitzgibbon, put a VC on him. Yeah. Um, it's a late VC, granted, but fuck, you'd be worse placed. Um, because I think, look, they they could honestly score fifty points on the on these guys. Alternatively, yep. if the Dolphins turn up. Maybe maybe they do make a show of it. Maybe it is a low-scoring affair, more defensive route. That's what I'm hoping. That's what you're – yeah, I was about to say, that's what you're hoping. <laughs> that's, more, that's more hope than head. Yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no, Greg the Beast will have either the VC or the captaincy on for me this mm. week. It's um, – Yeah. And I'm not <laughs> – I'm not toggling with it. Yeah. Look, I, I think – look, Asako – He's gonna he's gonna have a chance if they if they have a chance on that edge it's gonna be in the air I don't I don't think they're gonna really have much of a show going around them but um yeah it's it's definitely gonna be the Knights yep. all the way so we've got a couple of top top matchups in this one so Dom Young stands out like dogs you know what um, uh, Dolphins have been conceding the most points, 97 points per game in the last six rounds to oppose right-wingers. So he's he's far and away probably the best one in this round. Um, and then Gay Guy, he's 
slid through as probably one of the super pods in um in classic everyone and his dog is picking him up um he's just been so consistent in his scoring obviously got the upside as well um to, uh not the titans the uh, the fins have been conceding a fuck ton of points to the right the right centers as well and brabham best another really good top matchup they've been conceding 82 points last last six rounds Bradman's average over the last six rounds has been 79. So he has been absolutely mm. lighting it up as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's um it's a tough one because I think the guy I'm versing this round has both Ponga and Best. Yep. He'll have he'll have Ponga captained for sure. Yep. Um and yeah, I I I drafted Best at the start of the season too. So oh, if he no. comes back and hurts me. Oh no. I won't be able to live with myself. Mm. No, that's a great. That is a great game mm. for Supercoach. So looking forward to that oh, one. Oh yeah. Um, next game Saturday, seven thirty-five PM. Bunnings v Sharks, Optus Stadium, Perth. So this is the second of the doubleheader over there in Perth. Hmm. Another game, really hard one to predict here. Like if we're just going off stats, South left. We know it's back. It's back in action. But if they do mm-hmm. want real success, it has to be against this new look Sharks left at defense, right? So Sharks left has been consenting 57 points per player to right attacks and 46% of their tries to right attacks. So it's almost like the Knights. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, there is success if they go down there right, but you just know the Bunnies are going to go left and they're going to score. So fuck. Maybe you just throw the stats out the window for this one. Um, the Sharks. It's going to be a tough. It's a tough one to read because we don't know what Sharks line up exactly. Yeah, like. that's that's the hard one. Um, Sharks right attack does have a juicy matchup against the Bunnies, who leak the majority of their super coach points and tries to right attacks. So fifty four points per player to right attacks per game, and forty two percent of their tries to right attacks. So, mm, Ramian, Nicola, mm, Katoa, yep. And depending on what happens, so if Nico goes back to fullback, um, you might see um, your boy Tricky Chin will come back to his preferred right edge, mm. which he was playing. And he, looks, he looks bloody good. When At he, the start when, of the season, man, he was averaging yeah. like 70, playing you he know, right half. It. Exactly. Yeah. So that could be a nice little juicy pickup and play here. Um, but again, fuck, I've got no idea. It's going to be hard to sort of predict because we don't know how Cronulla lines up. Could be... A really big game for right edge attacking players, but I thought that for the bunnies last week when the stats were just screaming at me. So who knows? Who the fuck knows? Hard one. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and I think a lot of it will come down to how the sharks do line up with the team list. So keep an eye out um, tomorrow or well today when you listen to this, um, and have a look at the the TLT write up that we do as well on Patreon. One hundred, yeah, hundred. So there's going to be some guys that are going to be juicy pickups. Um, McInnes, eighty-one tackles, eighty-one tackles. It's outrageous, isn't it? It sounds impossible. Like what? A tackle every minute? There'd be some wingers who don't make that many tackles in a season, for sure, for sure, man. And I mean, he scored eighty-seven, so like. He didn't do much else. I mean, how do you no. do much else when you're making that many tackles? Well, he's probably, he's probably missed a bunch of tackles too. Yeah. But 
mate, with that many tackles, you can you can give up a couple. Be interesting to see how many minutes they play him this week because he did play the full game. Yeah, well, I mean, without Finucane on the bench, like there's no one really to spell him. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got um, that Jackie Williams and Hazelden um, and Oregon Kafusi, so it's a pretty young forward pack. And they're big none too. of them, they're big boys and they're not really locks. Nah. Like, and they all Jack, play. Maybe Jack Williams. Yeah. yeah. They all play like 30 minutes, those big boppers. Yeah, yeah. And then you got Rudolph, who he can obviously shift into the um, uh, in through lock as well. Mm. Yeah, no, Cameron McInnes will be coming back into my side for sure. Unfortunately, that I have to spend my top waiver to get a bloke that was in my side, but yeah, it is what it is. Cam McInnes coming back to the pros. Oh, God. Classic. Uh, Classic. It could Classic. be worse, mate. It Classic. could be worse. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, if you're not going to use my top waiver now, when am I going to use it? I could. This could be the last that week. Is, that, that is going to be the last week, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. All right, let's get into the next game. Sunday, 2 p.m., Eels v. Dragons. Combank Stadium. Eels, welcome back. Dylan Brown and the Eskimos. Bros, welcome back, Dylan Brown. And what a timely play this is with no Harry Grant. Oh, my God, I need Dill Bags to hit the ground running in this game. Big Come time. on, baby. Come on, Look, baby. He, and he was absolutely setting the water light when he um, decided to, yeah, do his thing. So it's um, it's definitely one that, look, he's got a massive point to prove. He's got a not just a point to prove, but he's got some um, – some things to make up to his teammates for putting him in such a fucking tough spot because and he would mate, be they are they are almost no chance of making the finals now and he will be the freshest player out there oh absolutely he will have no niggles he'll be fit he'll be strong like I expect a big game from Dylan Brown here against the Dragons. I think it's going to be a statement game for him. I think he's going to be playing both sides of the ruck. I think he's going to be popping up everywhere. I think he's going to make a nice combination with Bally Simmonson on the left there, putting him through holes. I think it's going to be mm. a big game. <laughs> Captaincy. Yeah, I, look, in all honesty, if I were you, I'd be putting the VC on Marju, yep. captaincy on Dillbags. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Now, doesn't statistically work for me because the Dragons, they have the worst left-edge defense by the length of the fucking straight. 65 points per player per game on average to right attacks and 50% of their tries go to right attacking players. So, Moses... Who else we got out there? Um, Sean Russell, who scored a fantastic mm. try on the weekend. Um, oh, wasn't that a good one? Will Penasini, these guys statistically have a really good matchup. Um, Will Penasini for the run home gun. in the classic side. Absolute gun because, gun. look, he he scores 60 without, take, yeah. without doing anything, without doing anything. And then he scores a try and he bumps him up to 80-odd. Um, so... Yeah, I, I've been I've been a real happy owner for a while now, and he's he's in my he's in my final nineteen for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I think I think the Dragons could be in trouble here. I mean, they also they leaked the third most Supercoach points up the guts over the last six rounds. So, you know, the Eels are going to get the ascendancy through the middle third of the field, and they're going to have space for their halves. They're, those boys back together again, Moses and Brown. I mean, fuck they. 
they can turn it on. So I expect this to be a really sexy super coach game for the Eels. Yeah, it's uh, it's very worrying if you're a, <laughs> if you're a dragon supporter. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. If, if there are any left, um, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be one that. Look, I'd be expecting Cardi to have a big one, Andrew Davy to have a big one, Hopgood to have a big one, Matt to have a big one. Like I, I, I'm looking at having having Hopgood as my captain. I'm obviously yep. going to be I'm going to be playing Bailey Simmonson as well um, over Timiko. So it's. Well, actually, no, not over Timiko, over um, – who else did I have? Fuck, I can't even remember my team. But, um, yeah, it's it, this one, if you've got any Eels players, any at all, except for Walker Blake, play them. Yep. I think this, it's going to be um, my Dylan Brown as a captain versus Tommy's Gutho captain. Mm, I think it's going to come yeah. down to those two guys in this that's game. A big, that's a big worry because, like, Gutho, he's like a um, – He's like a bit of a Nico Hines in that he'll he just buries poor teams, a hundred percent. But he's gone on he's gone on that run as well where he, he turned up like about three or four in a row. He did go on that run once Dylan Brown left the side though. Mm, so I'm hoping yeah, that's, Dylan. That's very good point. I'm yeah. hoping Dylan Brown comes in and then it sort of Gutho has to take a bit of a backseat. He's like, well, I don't have to do as much because Brown is back, and yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking anyway. Because as soon as Dill Brown he pops, got he pops up when he when he's needed. He yeah. was like, "Yep, fuck, let's go. I'll I'll put the side on the on my back and, and yeah, and, and, and he's he's took a little bit more of a responsibility from a playmaking perspective as well, um, and backing up more than he would normally. So exactly, yeah, maybe you're under the money there. Well, that's what I'm hoping anyway, bro. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> if you're listening, Tommy, no, 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 Gutho's up for a big one, bro. <laughs> He's up for a big one. Um, as far as guys under 35% um, here, nothing, bro. Nothing. I mean, Sean Russell out there on the right, he's sitting at 11.8%. He did score a try and only scored 52, but you just don't know. I mean, he could score three. Who fucking knows yeah. up against the Dragons here? Billy Burns for the Dragons. Billy Burns, like I was, I've already mentioned him in the um, the waiver um, thing that's going out tomorrow morning. But- yep. Holy shit, he has he's just undeniable at the moment with the form that he's in. Um like he's just hitting sixties left, right, and center. Yep. 86, 50, 61 is the last three games. Fuck all ownership. Yep. Like he needs to be in teams. Yep. So he's definitely one that um that I'm looking at. And obviously not the best of matchups this week, but I mean there's a there's a little bit of a concern that um Jack Bird's back, but surely he gets um he re- retains his spot over Dan Russell. You yeah. You would you would expect. And the thing mm-hmm. about fucking um Burns. Oh, and, here- and Bird 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 had come back. <laughs> uh, if he does come back, he'd come back into lock. Yeah. Yeah. So that Especially if JDB's out. Mm, yeah, but that's what I mean. Like yeah. um JDB's more than likely going to be out because yep. I own him, so he's going to not, <laughs> yeah. not another, get through ju- yeah. judiciary. Another one bites the dust. Yeah, exactly. Nah, he's, he's good. He, he tackles his dick off that Burnsy. Mm, like yeah. 40 tackles a game for an edgeback rower is fucking ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. He, he he loves to defend a little bit in. So, no, nah, he's, he's, he's a good one to pick up. Yeah, lots of captaincy options here. Gutho, Moses, Dill Brown, um, Hopgood. Those guys light them up. Will Penasani at a at a pinch there as well. Don't mind him, but those um those four guys: Hopgood, Gutho, Moses, and Brownie. Fuck yeah! Mm, Put the armband yeah. straight on those boys. They're up for a big one. 
as as a bit of like a, a plug and play situation, if you've got them floating in your side, guys like Terrell Sloan and um and Mikkel, um, Mickey Ravalawa, not the worst options because they do leak points, the Eels. Um, mm. And obviously Ravalawa lining up against Waka Blake, we've seen that he that's true. is not the best of defenders. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I I wouldn't I, I'm not doing it because it's a finals game and um, I, I don't hate myself. But yeah, I honestly, if you're scratching for options, um, those two are definitely ones I'd be looking at. This is something to think of as well. Teams that are starting to be mathematically ruled out of finals contention usually start playing free. Expansive footy. No pressure top football. Mm. And the thing is, I, I like to call it the bulldog season. We're in bulldog season now. How many years have we seen the Bulldogs turn it on against teams and beat really good fucking footy teams when they've got nothing to play for? All they're playing for is to ruin your day and ruin your multi. So just keep- <laughs> It's so true, man. It's so true. Just keep an eye out for these teams that are playing pressure-free footy because it can be really good for Supercoach. Yeah, exactly. All right, last game of the round. We have Sunday, 4.05 p.m., uh, and we've got the Raiders v. the Tigers, G.I.O. Stadium. Now, yeah, the Raiders looked fucking horrible on the weekend. I mean, they are a different beast at home. Tigers, one of those sides that we just talked about. You know, Brooks is back. Appy's back. They are offloading the ball like maniacs. Mm. They're just playing backyard footy at the moment. And if it sticks, it's great for super coach. So, and al- although, you know, Tigers are a fucking basket case, if you're looking for players, if you're trying to field a team, maybe some of these guns aren't a bad play here up against the Raiders. But I think it's going to be a big battle of the right attacks. Um, both teams seem to be strong down their right attack and weak through their left edge, especially the Tigers. However, oh my God, yeah. in the last two games... The Tigers' right defense with that defensive powerhouse that is Noffa back there. <laughs> he made some really odd defensive reads. Um, like he'll he'll shut down one, he'll come in and shut down one awesome like play and, and looks awesome. And then he'll do the most stupid reads in the next like three or four plays down his edge and let in tries. Man, he's been he, doing this for 10 years. Oh, it's uh, so if the Raiders have been doing film and the Tigers do decide to pick Nofaluma Ricky's as, not an idiot. Ricky as their to be doing. right winger, I love this Raiders left. Mm. I love it. Jackie Albert, Hop- Albert Hoppawati. Like, he Start could be him on up. the end of three of them. Start him up, bros. Start yeah. him up. The Hopper. Wow. Yeah, I do yeah. love I do love the Hopper. Let me have a look at what he's owned. Actually, is, is, he, is he owned in our league? Maybe a... Maybe a Maybe I play him. <laughs> maybe I drop Timiko and play him. Oh, big call. That's a big call, but fuck, it's finals, baby. It is. It is. It is indeed. Actually, I can drop um, I can drop Talakai and play, play him over. Oh, I don't know. It's not a bad. It, it's not a bad play, man. Um, playing kicking to corners, I think. Just it's all about Nofaluma. He is so bad. Yeah, and and teams teams are teams are switching on to it. Yep, and Hopper's been playing well, man. I mean, he gets decent points without scoring a try. Like he scored. <laughs> Mate, he, he's available. 
He scored 54 and then 44 without a try. Mm. Try assist in one of those games. What, but is still. He, what, is, what does he top out at? Oh, he's, he's turned up this season. Look, I might I might be looking at this. Roll with it, baby. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in a claim and see how we go. Talakai's not gonna be doing me any favors. There you go. There you go, people. Live update. Albert Hopawati into the notarizers. Or 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 I've got Tass. Nah, fuck. I'll just I'll just get rid of um get rid of Talakai. If I can give you one piece of advice, trust your first instinct. Oh, he's coming in. It's just I'll see how this thing goes with Jack DeBellin. Because if Jack DeBellin's wiped out for three games, then fuck him. I think this could be a really good super coach game, this one. I think, like you said, Hopper's got a good matchup. Seb, Chris, Timiko, Rapana, Jack White, On the other side, Stafford Tower has a really good matchup. Like the middles have a really good matchup as well for the Tigers. And we know that they're a better team with Brooks and Appy back in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I expect expect my boy Buller to have a better game. Stafford Tower, like you said, Mm. um, Twoli has been playing amazing. We, st- we st- saw Stefano to his bullocking best on the weekend, just running over cunts. So, yeah, there's some points to be had here. There's some points to be picked up. And a lot of these guys are going to be available on waivers and free agents. So, has um, has have the um, the Tigers played? Um, have they played the Raiders this season? Let me have a look. I'm just thinking. Yes. Is- they have, yes. oh, they have, yeah. Um, oh. So this is this is this is a big one for Johnny Bateman. So he obviously turned it on last time they played. He, he turned up. He got one hundred and two. Like he, if you've got him in your um, tour F rotation, this is a week to play him. Uh, I know he dropped a fucking forty four last week, but yeah, I in my classics, I've got him in my classic side as well, and I'm, I might have to reconsider benching him because um, I rage benched him as soon as um, <laughs> I'm locked this morning. But, um, yeah, I think just based off that, it might be worth, yeah, it might be worth playing him over. Okay, this will this will interest you. So last time these guys played, round 14, mm-hmm. Buller scored 111. Johnny Bateman scored 102. Yep. Um, so they were the big hitters for the Tigers. On the other side of the ball, Fogarty, 97. Tapanay, of course, 67. But, yeah, I mean, I think this one's going to be a lot closer than what people think. I think this is a really good Supercoach points I game. Total, I think this would be total Supercoach points scored. I think this would be the highest scoring game. Yeah, I, I agree because it's just both sides of the ball are going to be humming. Yeah, um, yeah I'm going to have – I think both both teams are struggling defensively hmm. of late. And this is interesting, and I'll talk about this when we get into the moves that we'll make for the finals. But obviously, I've mm. got Buller, and it's the last game of the round. So I'm going to have some flexibility there. But, yeah, I don't mind this game at all. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely one that I'm I'm, I'm interested in because I'll have a few players in it. So Definitely a nice game if you're chasing points just to be like, yeah, I'm just putting the captaincy on this cunt and just mm. hoping, hoping for gold. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big time. All right, let's get into the happy ending. You want happy ending? I got a booty. Let me break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck, yeah. Of course, this is where 
You've been on your you've been on your stomach for too long. I mean, it's an hour <laughs> it's an hour twenty. You've been on your stomach for too long. Turnover. Let's just get this done. It'll be a, it'll be quick. There'll be there'll be two sets of hands, four hands just getting on it. We'll sort you out real quick. So just quickly, your top matchups and your poor matchups here. So your top matchups we've got AFB, Kalen Ponga, Mitch Moses, Jack White, and Bradman Best, Jesse Ramian, Dylan Brown, Liam Martin, Domi Young, Jordan Rapiner. Terrible matchups. AJ Brimson, Jerome Hughes, Luke Brooks, Phoenix Crossland, Jermaine Asako, Alex Johnston, Jerome Buller, Jason Saab, Greg Marzu, Cody Walker. So I tried to pick some guys there mm. that you want to start up that you know you might have thought, fuck, I'll chuck the VC on them or the captaincy or something like that. Just think yeah, again yeah, yeah. about those guys. Um for VC options, I mean, that first game's fucking horrible. I would just skip that altogether like we were talking about. The Titans-Warriors yep. game, big on those Warriors right-edge players. We love that. Next yep. one, Panthers-Storm, skip that bad boy. Cowboys-Broncos. Skip the next one too. Skip that one. Into the Knights-Dolphins where you're just starting up all the, the Knights, Knights. The Knights-Backs. Oh, oh, God. Ponga, Young, Marzu, Gagai, best. We love all of them. Get them going. Bunny Sharks, a little bit harder to predict here. Obviously, normally we'd like just fire up Nico, but might be playing fullback, a bit out of form. I'm not sure. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell has to be in your calculations for VC and captain options because he's just a fucking weapon. Mm. Just know that the left edge here for the Bunnies, Sharks' right edge defense has been pretty staunch throughout the season. So keep that in mind for that one. Eels, Dragons, hello. Oh, yeah. This one's a big one for the Eels. Oh, Gutho, Moses, Brown, Hopgood. Yum, 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 yum. And then the last game, which really intrigues us, Raiders, Tigers. Like, yeah. No a standouts. Points, there's a lot of points to be had. A lot of points to be had in this For one. sure. No standouts, but fuck me, there could be some sexy gambles if you need it. This could, this, like, Jackie White could score 20 or 120. For sure. Easily For sure. in this game. Easily in this game, depending on which which side of the field they, they attack. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 Nervously excited about this one. Mm. Um, this one, this one could decide. You're hard. Uh, I can hear it. <laughs> this one could decide my matchup because um, I've I'm going to have a couple of guys that have some upside, and the guy I'm playing will have um, Appy and possibly Luke Brooks. So there could be a bit to, bit to be had in this one. Wow, how good's finals? All right, let's get into it, bro. Let's get into some moves that need to be made for round one. All right, so let's talk about the notarizers here first. Um, what is your outlay? What are you thinking for VC captain options? Who are you bringing in? I know Albert Hopperwhitey was picking interest there, but let's talk yep. about some moves, some free agents, some waiver moves, things that you're going to do here, your plan of attack, because it is do or die, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you can't leave the cards on the table. It's, nope. um, you have to make your moves now. Um, look, my my team is pretty well set. Um so far as my run-on side, um, I've got like Sexy Sexton's on, on the bench, so I wasn't going to play him anyway. Talakai is unlikely to get a start regardless. Um, Zaya Tass is one that I've been tossing up whether I play him, but the the matchup for Timiko and, and Simonson is probably too good to pass up. Yep. And Asako, goal-kicking, hard to pass up him at fullback as well. 
So realistically, I don't really have many options to um, to bring other players in. The only only option for me would be um, Hopawati come probably coming in for um, Timiko, just due to that leaky um, leaky right side for the Tigers. Um, captaincy, I'm looking at Hopgood. Um, plays late in the round, um, really good matchup. So um, against the Dragons, so yeah, he's probably going to get the armband for me. Um, the other option, uh, so VC. Probably looking at DCE. It's not the best of matchups, um, mm. but we've seen him go large a few times this season. Um, <coughs> yeah, it's it, it's a tough one because um, it would have been Munster otherwise, but obviously Munster with that um, Panthers matchup, it's it, it'd be a waste of VC, I think. Now, have you thought of say benching benching Asako? Hmm. And playing Simonson. Yep, at fullback. Yep. And then seeing how Osako goes, because you obviously he's not going to be in contention for captaincy or VC. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. seeing how he goes, if he goes large, you can purge the bench and you just have someone on your team that is going to, that's on the buy maybe. Yep. Um, that might give you a free play and it also frees you up to play to play Simonson as well, like get a free look at Sarko against the Knights who are humming. Mm. And that may give you a second bite of the cherry if he shits the bed and then you can use Simonson up against the Dragons. So when does, so they play the fifth game of the round. Um, so it's a late look. So I'd have to build, um, when does, when does Manly play? First. No, they play first. Um, I'm just thinking about who would come in, um, who would I be able to purge to to get that score? And it'd have to be someone like a Timiko or someone like that. Because I, I, otherwise I would be um, just sacrificing that score, wouldn't I? Yeah. So you would probably... So who is your... So you could probably... So you could probably so set got- up yet one of your front row forward spots to be that guy. I mean, mm. that you would... Say so Jake, I'd, have, I'd have to I'd have to punt um, Lodge 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 or Welch Welch has been fucking pretty rubbish, and but then he has done stuff. And then what you do is you pick up a dog's front row forward, so you yeah. have the entire round to use them for your VC loop. Mm. Yeah, it's not a bad shout to be fair. I mean, Just so you get a – that's why you get a bite of the yeah. cherry, two bites of the cherry because – And I don't I don't necessarily need to have the front row forward. No, no. I mean, what uh, – so JDB gets um, – he gets um, suspended. So you're down one already. You've just got to decide whether you play Welch or, or Lodge and you punt the other one. Yeah, I don't mind that. So maybe maybe I bring in, bring in Hopawati for Lodge. Keep Jack DeBellin. Or does Jackie have to go? No, you could keep oh, him. No, no, keep, keep Jack DeBellin. He go, plays so in the same game as he'll play, he'll play in that, that game, so that's fine. It just gets you a free look at Osako. Yeah, I don't mind that as a play, to be fair. Like, it wasn't it, it wasn't what I was considering. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely – because, I, I, to be honest, I can keep Talakai, keep Tass – and it would literally just be having Osaka on the bench, just waiting to see how he scores, and then I can purge purge Talakai and Tass to get that big score if he comes through. Yeah, 
and I, I can live without both of those guys. So and then yeah, having I don't, I don't mind that. And then having that score sitting on your bench from Asako gives you a good look at what he's doing with his team. So no mm. doubt you're going to see a lot of his players and how they're performing, and then you'll be able to figure out whether right is bringing Asako's score in here going to help me, or is it not going to help me, and I need to roll with Simonson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say that because that's exactly how I'm doing my team this week. <laughs> Because, guys, in this do-or-die scenario, benches mean nothing. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can't you, – you, like, guys like Talakai for me, and despite his ATAS being um, a really good option last week for me, not really going to help me this week, I don't think. No. So, um, it's definitely one that, um, yeah, I'm I'm probably going to roll with that, to be fair. Yeah. It's it's probably going to help me, I think. Three, free roll of the dice, see what mm. happens. And then just make a decision off the back of that. Yeah, I like that. Because what I'm doing is, so obviously I'm going to make a waiver move for Cameron McInnes because it works out well because I do need a back rower because Connolly Lemuelu won't be playing. Mm, that's true, yeah. So I'll trade out Ravalawa for McInnes, bring him in, which means I've got a really solid 2RF of Isaiah Yo and McInnes where I don't have to worry about poor scores there. I think both of them get over 60, something I don't have to worry about. But I'm going to bench Joey Manu because yep. I'll be running with Dylan Brown at 5'8", Greg Marzu and DWZ in my CTWs and Jerome Buller, um, Jareem Buller at fullback. And that's just because Manu is isn't it, going to is be – you go. I was just about to say, is it worth is it worth having Sandon Smith and not going that just the AE from Sandon Smith? Yeah, it's just. Oh, you're yeah. not confident. You're not confident with money score, are you? No. Because I, I think, like, if you, I'd have to drop Sen and Smith altogether and pick up like a dog's halfback and yeah, use yeah. him as my AE spot. But what I'm sort of thinking of at the moment is is Manu plays first. I get a free look at his game. He's not going to be a VC for me, so he mm. might as well just get a free look at how he performs. Oh, then, yeah, you can make the moves after that, yeah. And then what that's going to do for me there, if he scores like 70, I will just drop Jared Wallace straight away for a mm. dog's front row forward and get Manu's points no matter what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Um, or if he gets like a 50, 55, 60 somewhere in that gray area where you're like, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen here. I can then keep Wallace, keep Jared in my front row forward and just see how the round plays out. And then when I get to that last game and I've seen everything I need to see from Tom, I can make the decision whether is Buller, do I need to play Buller or is a 55-60 going to get me the win? Mm, And if that's true, if a 55 or 60 from Manu on my bench is going to get me the win. See you later, Buller. I just bring someone in and just get that AE and just say, oh, yeah. see so you later, tra- Buller. you trade out Buller. Yep. To get the win, 100%. That. Where is it? Because even if I never get him back, my my um, back line reads Brown, Mazu, DWZ, Manu. Oh, because you got DWZ who can swing back to fullback. Exactly. I forgot about that. Yeah. Exactly, bro. Yeah, Which that's... and in the in the future games, around 24, 25, mm-hmm. 26, 
You'll be wanting to play him at fullback anyway because you want to get Marju and Manu. DWZ has a better matchup in all three of those games than Buller does. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm looking at at the moment. You're right. Smith does scare me. Because Smith, Smith has the tendency to score in the 20s or 30s. For so sure. I'll be... I'd be fucking worried about rolling him in the rolling the dice with him in the first first game. It does game. worry me, but looks like he might have that goal kicking. I've looked at the stats. Uh, Manly do concede a lot of points to right halves. It's just like before I make any sort of rash moves and drop people, I sort of want to get how, how confident are we that Sam Walker might not be back? Apparently they 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 said round twenty four. Oh, they said round 20. Of course, it's round 24. Yeah. So, I mean, he's on my bench. He's not going anywhere. Mm. But I think that's because the alternative is that I drop Sand and Smith altogether. (laughs) I bring in a dog's halfback that's not playing. And I get Manu's points regardless. Yeah. But Manu did score 18 points on the weekend. Yeah, and, and you want to avoid that if, if possible. I mean, I haven't seen him score that low, like, no, ever. No, no. And it just it just happens to be the week that we had him um, there for the lowest scorer. Exactly. Who would you have picked him to <laughs> fuck be the lowest scorer? scorer not, in, not in a million years. So I think that's that's what, what I'm going to run with. I think I'm going to just see what happens with those Roosters mm. players early on. And like you with Asako, you put him on the bench, you get a free look at their scores. Yeah. They go big, sweet, purge the bench, get rid of and one of your front row by, by the time you make a decision on the, on the Sunday or the Saturday or Sunday, he'll already have had his, his updates or down dates. So you'll have a, a clear picture of what he'll actually score as well. The more information you've got to make a decision, mm. the better. Yeah. Hard 100%. to make a decision on the first game Yeah, about what no, you're going to exactly. do. So, yeah, that's my plan. And look, even if I do have to run with Jared Wallace and JWH in my front row forward, I'm not too upset about that. I'm really happy with Jay and Wallace. I mean, surely they play him for big minutes again this week. I mean, he was unstoppable. Has a nice offload. Like, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get me 50 points. So at the moment, the team looks as solid as it's ever going to get. McInnes comes in. I do like that, but I don't have to make any other moves. But I'm just setting up. That's how I'm setting up my week. And the, um, MVC, the Marzu, and uh, Captain C's I, Brown. I was I was going to say, like, against against the Gold Coast, DWZ could be tasty as well. I know. I know. It's, it's I mean, the the better matchups with <laughs> So yeah, I have to I have to go there. But Mazu will feature in a VC or captain, no mm. matter what. Whether that's a captain and I VC DWZ, or he's a VC and I captain Dylan Brown, Mazu will be involved. Mm. Interestingly, though, um, Osako has been defending quite well um, on that edge. So it'd be interesting to see how he goes against the beast. I don't think anyone goes well against no. the beast. No, and that's it's it's true. and it's. Obviously, he's very hard to stop because he's he obviously is the juggernaut, but it's just the way Caleb Ponga plays and sucks in defenders. It's very, mm. very hard. He just has defenses in two, three mides every time he's got the ball in hand. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting times. Interesting times. I probably, I'm, I think I'm more comfortable with Marzu at VC and Dylan Brown at captain. I really got a good feeling about Dylan Brown. 
coming so, back and so it'd him. have to it'd, it'd have to be the it'd have to be the baller play to get the VC loop going. So you'd have to have to, to yes if you were, if you were going to VC yes. Marju, it has to be baller that you drop. Yeah. Whereas with um, with DWZ, if it's a VC loop, you've got the option of dropping Wallace or. Um, but I'll, or- also, I'll also it all depends on Manu as well. Like if Manu goes big and I like that score, Wallace mm. is gone. And I'm getting yeah, his points yeah, anyway, true, true, true. and I have all round to pick my to use him for the VC loop. And I guess you you, you, fi- you figure that out, and it's probably <laughs> going to play into where your VC and, and captaincies is going to go. Is that first game for sure? Right, because if you've got a if you've got a mad bench score, you might as well take the free hit on the um on the VC loop if if he scores like seventy, and you're going to be getting the score from the um from the bench that's probably around the same then. Yeah, you the might, magic. Might the magic that. number for me is probably sixty-five plus. Yep. Marnie gets sixty-five plus. Jared Wallace is gone. Marnie becomes my front row forward, but yep. I have that dog's front row forward that I'll bring in that I can use for my VC loop, and I get all round mm. to make that selection. And he can and he can really dial it in to um, to see whether you're chasing or whether you're holding the lead. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yep, that's how I've got it set up. Let's hope that I don't toggle myself into oblivion. I mean, the the one concern is that this is a very toggle-heavy um, way to, to manage it, so it could all go tits up based off what happened last week. I've got a clear plan. I just need to stick to that plan. Yeah, fair I play. I just need to stick to that fucking plan. I mean, plan. and based on the plan, there are contingencies and stuff. So, yep. yeah, you do protect yourself a little bit. Yep. And this is the fun thing about finals, people. Like, coming up with a plan like that, that's fun to me. That's fucking, mm. I get hard over that. Juices are <laughs> flowing. Like, sick. You're proper, you're, you're, you're actual like a general manager. You're coaching your team. It's, this is it. This is what draft's all about. Frothing at the mouth. Just need to get the W. Yeah, big time. All right. Big calls of the round. Big balls call around. What do you got for me? Well, um, no, I can't. I can't say that one. Um, no, I wasn't gonna. I was. <laughs> I was gonna say Ponga to go. Oh no! Plus. Oh no! But I don't. I don't want to be. I don't want to be doing that. So what I will do is I am gonna do one to help you. Oh, I love that. Is that good for me or bad for me? I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, I've been getting vibes. Clo- I mean, I've been getting close on each of my um, big balls calls. So Positive vibes. This could, be, this could be a good one. I'm going to go on his return game, Dylan Brown, to ton up. Yeah, I like it. And like score it. a try. And score a try. I do like it. All right. Well, let me look at your team. Let me try and pick something from your team if you're going to be nice to me. Don't worry, listeners. This only happens once a, once in a season. Very, this very. Is the, this is the first time it's happened. First, actually, first um, year in eight years. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're both team rub at the moment. We are. We just need that fucking matchup. Uh who? What matchup do I like for you? There's not. There's not fantastic matchups for me, if I'm honest. Um, the one I, I honestly think top good. I honestly think Munster up against the Panthers will go seventy-five plus. Oof, that, and that's a that's a really good score against the because um, they've only been conceding about 29, 30 points a game. To, I think um, he, to, yeah, 
to left halves. I think he turns it on, and that's just pure mm. vibe because we know what Munster does against yeah. really good teams. He steps up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that monster to go. Yeah, go I big. think, I think I like that. Um, I have I have flirted with the idea of putting the VC on monster um, because of how much I think he might have a big one. But yeah, I think it's the only real upside that I got out of those um, the guys that play before Hopgood is um, is really DC and monster. So it's probably going to be DC. You are up against it in terms of matchups. Yeah, it's not the best one for me for matchups. Next week's all right. Next week's actually quite good, but um, I was always having to get past this week. So, no, she's all good. I'm actually the only real good matchup Tommy has against me is Gutho. The yeah. rest of them, he's got Panthers players up against Storm. He's got Nico Hines up against the Bunnies. He's got some Broncos that are up against the Cowboys. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Good. and he's potentially got Robson who might be might yes because of the head knock. Head knock like for sure. Fingers crossed about that. Yep. Yeah, there's um there's a couple of real interesting ones. Oh, I'd be slightly concerned about um Hudson Young. Um, last game of the round, he could be turning on as well mm, against the Tigers. Mm. He's a bit up and down. He's very up and down. But um, if he's going to turn on against any side, it's most likely going to be the Tigers. For sure, for sure. Fuck, can't wait. How good? Yeah. How good? All right, let's get into Supercoach Survivor and talk. Uh, obviously, we can't do the draft because we don't have team lists yet, but we will post mm. up. Uh, what are we, round five? Uh, we're round four at the moment. Yep, so, so we've got picking another, round another five. five rounds to go. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um, yep, so we'll post up those picks later on in the week on our socials. But what is the score update, bro? Oh, it's um, it's it's not working for me. For for some reason, this it's not work, not coming up on my screen. We uh, have a new leader. This yeah, happens. So this does not happen a lot. This, this doesn't happen often. But look, um, to be fair, you had a few really good picks this week. Um, one in particular. Jeez, you're Being lucky. Lemuel didn't fucking play a full game either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, has a grant. Obviously, um, picked him in the right week. I picked him the week before. He got me a whopping thirty six points. Ouch. And then you picked him the week after, and he gets hundred forty nine. So yeah, uh, not bitter at all. Uh, but you're in the lead now by 86 points. What a swing. Um, I was in the lead the week before by 43. Ooh. So, yes, it's a huge swing. Wow. Um, actually, Guru won the round, though. So, he he, he nearly – it was like a bee's dick away from hitting the 500 mark. So, yeah, had an absolute crackerjack of a week. And, um, yeah, he's come back in a contention now. So, he's only 100 and, 120 points behind me. Wow. And, um, and I'm 80 points behind you. So, yeah, it's, it's, game, it's game on, baby. It is game on, and it's stiffening up now that we're using all the guns. Well, we oh, have used all the guns. Absolutely. It's so going to be interesting. You, you've used Heinz. You've used um, Moses. You've used... Um, Latrell, Drinky. Latrell, Drinky. Like, you've used some of the big boxes. Grant. So, yeah, it's... Um, mm. And I've, I've I've used Kennedy. He's, he's now gone for the season. So, interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I don't no. think any of us would have used him otherwise. So. No, no. No, that's fine. That's um, good. That's good. That's real good. And and the only player that we've all used at the moment is Drinky. Yeah, right. Form, okay. Form player, form player of the league. Mm. Fair, 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 mm. fair. Oh, that's good. All right. That'll do. That'll do for this one, mate. 
Fucking yeah. heaps, heaps. What a what a what a ripper! What a ripper to go for. Oh, how, how good? How good is Stephen Bradbury? Oh mate, like, look, um, I'll give you one week so. where I'll say good luck. Good luck, and I'll see you Ditto. next week. Good luck, mate. I'll catch you in the next round. Round round twenty four, the notarizers up Bring against the on. Eskimo Bros. Wow. The bets. The bets will be fucking flowing. <laughs> That's what we need. We all want to see it. We all oh, want to hear about God. it. Just get there. Come on, boys. Get there. Oh, all right. I can, I can see it. I'm already. Yeah. That is the final sign, brothers. Make sure you go and follow us on all the socials. And uh, look, let's get the fuck out of here. My voice is about to <laughs> fail. That's yep. it for this, Rub. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time. This is better than those things. You're damn right, Walker. Catch us next round on the Weekly Rubdown. India. Catch up!